What happened in that motel room? Uh, it was coupon night and I was trampolining your wife. You're a real comedian, aren't you, Snow? Well, I guess that's why they call it the punchline. You don't like me, do you? Oh, don't flatter yourself. I don't like anybody. With that attitude, I can see why nobody likes you. Oh, come on. People love me. Just ask your wife. <laughs> what happened in that room in New York? What, what was the question? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Oh, is it great or good? Thank you for listening. If this is your first episode, thank you for coming back. If this is not your first episode, um, we are recording tonight on June 2nd, um, but you are not going to hear this until, well, whenever you hear it, which will be the following week. So yeah. we're talking to you from a week into the future or the past. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. What matters is, is that uh, there was no sh- episode last week. Um, we decided to honor uh, the, the hashtag blackout um, or podcasting blackout um, for the, the protests that are going on nationwide. Yeah. Um, and of course, Show that we're with them. Yeah, absolutely. Show that yeah. we that we support what's happening um, with the protests and um, all of the the stuff that's going on. Uh, it's, it's a weird and confusing time. And by the time you hear this episode, I don't know what the world will look like, but as the rate things are going, it's going to be weird. Um, I I don't know what, what to expect, but, um, I know what, what not to expect and that we are going to send all our prisoners to space. That's true. We are not going to be doing that, at least not in the next seven days. So, Thank you. Although, for the, wait, didn't we just send the dragon and uh, dragon capsule up there uh, to the space station? We did. So technically, we could send some prisoners to space. I guess we could. You're not wrong. This is episode 299. That's right, 299, guys. I can't believe it. It's almost upon us. And tonight we're talking about lockout, which is technically again. Um, I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight <laughs> is Andrew, once a one-wheeled motorcycle Jemison. I actually looked at a one-wheeled motorcycle type thing. It was called a one-wheel. Okay. Good yeah. story, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, isn't that called a wheelbarrow? <laughs> or a, a, uni, a unicycle, so. I guess? Unicycle? Yeah, I think, I think there's already a name for it. I'm... 
Uh, well, I do carry the wheelbarrow around with me because I have to have something to haul my nuts. <laughs> oh, but, uh, nice. oh, nice. Gross. Okay, I get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, kidding. I'm old. Yes. And Sam, <laughs> it's not because they're big. They just drag because he's so old. <laughs> <laughs> they just drag the floor. <laughs> says, oh. the, says the youngest one of us. Uh, and Sam, why does the ISS look like a toy next to the prison vector? Probably because it was, but also um, because Sean, just if I was, I was, if I'm killing you in this movie, there's mm-hmm. lots of different ways to yeah. die in this movie. Sure are. Right. But I would probably put you in stasis and then just keep you there. Oh, so you're not going to kill me. You're just going to. No, no. You just eventually decompose and die, but it would be years and years and years frozen solid. Okay, well, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't know it, so, you know what I'm saying? I would just be dreaming, and then I'd just stop. Yeah, or I'll put your lower body in stasis, and from the (laughs) neck up, you're not. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) not a thing. I I was thinking about it, like, would he inject me into space, or? No, because, like, if you, um, if you would, uh, how can I say this? If you would. Have you ever left the freezer door open for a little bit and then you close it and you open up the next day, it's full of frost, Yeah. right? Yeah. That's kind of what I would do to your body over time. So you'd have freezer burn. Oh, okay. That's so, weird. yeah. Sure. Well, I, uh, it's, called, uh, it's called ginger frosted nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does sound like a Hey, cereal. that sounds like a new uh, flavor from Ben & Jerry's there. That's great. Actually, <laughs> yeah. That's weird. All right. <laughs> Uh, so let's pull up a comfy chair and dive into this movie, 2012's Lockout. Man, so you heard it, I guess, two weeks ago as we record, or as we as you hear this, that we have actually recorded this episode before. We've actually watched Lockout for the podcast, yeah. but I think it would have been like our first Very or long time ago. Yeah, it yeah. would have been like first or second episode ever, and it was a bad audio, and so we decided to do it again. So it's been at least six years since I've seen this movie. Um, and same for Sam. Andrew, had you ever seen this before? This was a first time viewing for me. Okay. Oh, wow. Nice. So, so we've got a Virgin Lockout member here. that would be interesting to see what uh, what got him this time. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I am looking forward to that. I hope you uh, all have your five-word reviews ready because... Um, just like this movie, we're going to hit it fast and hard because um, there's Because we want to? Well, because we need to? I think we just kind of need to because there's so much in this movie to talk about because, quite frankly, it's kind of terrible. And um, <laughs> I had forgotten in the six years since seeing this movie, for some reason, I when we saw it the first time, I kind of liked this movie a lot. I thought it was... Mm-hmm. funny and i thought the action was good and like i forgave the bad cgi but this uh, time watching it yeah i can still forgive the bad cgi but You've then changed i changed from a short well it's no <laughs> i think it's just your taste have been refined uh, the, yeah sure <laughs> i think it's let's just, let's just put this into perspective guys this movie came out the same year as Avengers. Like, wow. Oh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not yeah. just that the CGI is bad, it's atrociously bad. 
I mean, it's yeah. I I have seen it's blurry, right? It's blurry when it shouldn't be. It's clear when it shouldn't be. It's like it it it's just somebody was not paying attention. I. I, I know it. I mean, I guess it has to be a budget thing, right? It, 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 I know it comes down to budget. I mean, it's unfair to, to put this in the same category as Avengers, which was a $200 million movie, and this movie was a budget of about $20 million. So, I mean, I know that that's not fair. But, <laughs> I mean, that bike chase scene <laughs> is, ter- is just terrible. I would just assume they'd not do it. Yeah. You know, just don't have it. Um, or, you know, have it on a monitor in the background kind of showing kind of how they got them or something that along that lines and, you know, far away where you you can't really tell what's going on, but you, you could show like a helicopter view of that going on. Right. Yeah. It just, mm, mm, I mm. mean, here's, here's how I tried to justify it. And this is how badly I wanted to justify it. Okay. It's like. Well, he's telling it in a, as a story in a flashback. So sometimes when you remember things after you know a concussion, like being thrown from a motorcycle, <laughs> you would remember it badly. So maybe that's why it looks terrible. <laughs> like <laughs> this is me grasping for straws to try to try to help out <laughs> a movie. That's, yeah, that's some small straws, though. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't. Yeah. But it doesn't. Uh, my my argument loses weight immediately when you look at the end when the the the, the space fighters are are trying to put the bomb on the on the place. And okay, let's just go there for just a second. Was that not the most unnecessary way to blow up a space station in the history wasn't of blowing it, things up? I just right wasn't it just going to go fall one and, and down it destroyed. A Okay, you both were talking at the same time. So, <laughs> Andrew, you say something. <laughs> well, I was going to say, shouldn't they have just sent one down a trench? I, I mean, <laughs> I'm okay. Like it, it? I'm okay with them taking multiple because the, the the defense systems were still on, and so you needed to have fail safes. But it, I don't understand why they even had to do the trench. Like, why do they have to go up the tailpipe of the space station with all the football terms, which was weird, and then log? It just if you all of you all these spaceships have those bombs, can't you just throw the bombs at the space station? I mean, it's <laughs> space, you know. Like they're gonna get there eventually. Would make too much sense. I mean, it just. I just. I honestly don't remember doing what they did. I just had forgotten that. I just there was so much about this movie I'd forgotten, and that was one of them. And it was it was really bad. I just don't understand why they had to fly around it for five minutes and get shot. When all you had to do was just go up from the bottom, I guess. Yeah. It seemed really needless. But yeah. we'll talk Waste about... Waste of life and, uh, and money. So the American way. It sounds, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, Sam, why don't you go ahead and uh, hit us, yeah. uh, punch us in the face seven times while you ask us questions. Uh, uh, no, punch us in the face with your, your, your five-word review. All right. I've got two of them here. My first one, as I try not to yawn. There we go. Look, I fought through it. I just fought through that sucker. Oh, okay, I'm on the good side he of was, it now. He was, you were committed. Right. There was no reason. Like, if, even if you went for the mute button at that point, it would just have been weird. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my first one is bad effects, but good banter. <laughs> right? That's, so bad effects, but good banter. You'll, you'll see and why I'm laughing the, in a few minutes. The one... 
the one, yeah, the one that I, uh, I, I totally get behind is a vehicle for Guy Pierce. Yeah. So if he was not in this movie, I don't think this movie would have been half. Well, I don't want to say half as good, but it just would not be have been decent enough to watch. I yeah. mean, his character was so much fun to to follow and to kind of get behind. It just it, he is the reason this movie is at least somewhat tolerable. Agreed. Yeah, yep. definitely agree. So, there you go. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're well, we're gonna get there. We're gonna talk about it more about it. But you're not wrong. I, and I re- that was the one thing I remembered specifically about the movie is that Guy Pierce's performance was a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. he is the reason why I wanted to do the movie again. And I remember thinking, oh. This guy is actually kind of good in this kind of role. I want to see more mm-hmm. things like this with him in it. And we just kind of haven't, which is which is a bummer, I think. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. Well, I, it was, I wonder if this was maybe his uh, vehicle for becoming an action star. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it didn't quite take off. Hmm. I mean, he does he does this thing, right? And then a few years later, he does Iron Man 3. Oh, the next year, he does Iron Man 3. Yeah. Um, Which is a little action-y. I mean, he has some action parts in it. Yeah, at the end, he does. And he has some some fun uh, quips and interesting, you know, back and forth with with Iron Man. But mm-hmm. you're, But since then, it's just been... I've just never heard of any of this stuff. I mean, he was in, well, he yeah. was in the, uh, uh, no, no, never heard of any of this. I'm not sure how well he did. Oh. We lost Andrew. Oh, the guy Pierce rep must have got him. I guess so. Oh, no. oh there he is. He's back. Oh, sort of. You with, you with us, Andrew? Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying? Yeah. We, we heard nothing. <laughs> oh, I was saying, uh, I don't know how well he tested or, or how well he did with audiences in Iron Man 3. Um, because that, to me, I think that might have hurt his career. Yeah. I didn't enjoy his performance in the movie. Well, a lot of people don't like that movie at all. And I am, I'm not, I'm not one of them. I like Iron Man three. I like all of them. I mean, for different reasons. And I think I like him in that movie because I find his character interesting and I never read the comics. So I didn't care about, um, that character. I just thought, Oh, he's a, he's kind of a psycho now. Yes. Granted it's, Iron Man 3 is just the plot to The Incredibles. I mean, he's basically Syndrome. I get that. But, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And we get to talk more about uh, that type of thing in a little bit. Andrew, yeah. go ahead with your five-word review. Okay, it's very simple. Um, not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Four words. We'll say not a very good movie. There you go. That makes it five. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't like it, is yeah, what you're I saying. Just didn't, I didn't enjoy it at all. Yeah. Um, oh. And I'm going to have to disagree with you with even the banter. I, I didn't find any of it funny or amusing. I don't know. Maybe I was just in a mood when yeah. I watched it. Um, but I just didn't didn't buy it. I didn't like any of the actors, to be honest, except for uh, old crazy eyes, uh, Joseph Gil- Gilgan or whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, and Vincent Reagan was okay as well. But those playing together as as brothers, uh, I just I don't know. It didn't do it for me. Oh, I'm sad. I was I was hoping. Because um, the first time I saw this movie, I liked it immensely compared to the second time I watched this movie. Like, if you would have asked me, you know, two days ago about Lockout, I would have told you, oh, yeah, it was, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of, you know, you'll, you'll enjoy it and you'll have a blast watching it. And then I watched it again last night and it's kind of stupid. It's just, it, it yeah. just doesn't didn't hold up to the first viewing. So I was hoping with your first well, viewing you, you would have been kind of along that lines. Well, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, it just, I think I've seen it before kind of done better in different ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, uh, just, like a diehard. Well, no, yeah. we're going to talk about that in a minute. Ish. Yeah. Um, I just uh, it just caught me the wrong way, I guess. And the CGI did bother me pretty badly. And I think maybe when you guys watched it several years ago, I don't know, maybe we hadn't seen as many movies that were the quality of CGI we have today at that point. True. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but watching it now, realistic. today's yeah. eyes, I did not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay. So, so my fiber review is just simply, and this is why I laughed, Sam, because we basically wrote the same one. Just mine is funny, <laughs> funny one-liners, bad movie. I mean, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah the, the the funny one-liners, in my opinion, are what make this movie watchable at all. Yeah, and. And, and it's a little bit of a bummer that you didn't have any kind of fun with it, Andrew. And I bet you that when I play the clips back, you're going to have more fun with them. And it might be because you're with us and it'll be... Uh, yeah, the, the, maybe so. I, I would bet you that out of context, the one-liners are pretty funny. <laughs> um, and so forgetting the CGI thing for a minute, right? Because the CGI is bad and it's, and it's unfortunate. But let's just forget about the CGI the the plot of the movie so let's play a game real quick Uh-oh. we're gonna call this game what does this movie remind you of all right so sam you okay. mentioned die hard so i i, I think yep. we can i think we can do better than die hard what other movie that we have maybe even watched for the podcast does this movie feel like um Okay. Sci-fi? Let's, it, like, narrow it down for me here. All right, let's do this. Sam, tell the me the, the, the basic plot of the movie. Get, man has to save daughter or president's daughter from 
a ah <laughs> save the president's daughter from a situation um, by himself. Okay, so what movie does that sound like? That sounds a lot like uh, 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 what do you call those? Olympus has fallen. Uh, okay, that's, those are more about the president specifically. So okay, I'll, let me let me word it this way: if if Andrew had having having not seen this, and Andrew said, "I don't know anything about lockout," and I would have said to Andrew, "Well, there's a guy who's convicted of a thing wrongfully, who is blackmailed into rescuing the president's daughter from a um a futuristic space prison where he has to go by himself, and he is on a timeline, and if he doesn't complete the task, there's a huge global kind of uh, consequence of that thing. What does that sound like? You know, it sounds very familiar, but I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't pick it out. You got anything, Andrew? I wonder if people at home are like, man, is Sean trying to get at, this sounds an awful lot like escape from New York. Oh, you're going that far back. Okay. Yeah. Or yeah, more yeah. or more important, more more specifically Escape from LA, which is about the president's yeah. daughter. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Did we do Escape from New York? I'm with you now. We did do Escape from New York, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And that was that was before my I, time. Yeah, and I, I, this ah. is part of the trivia and but when I was watching this movie, I kept getting that that kind of John Carpenter. I mean Luke Besson, Luke Besson is the executive producer, and this kind of feels like one of his movies a little bit with mm-hmm. some of the interactions, some of the editing, how they do things. You know, like he gets punched and he swipes away the the title card, and then he comes back, and then he gets punched again, and then there's another like his name and the like things like that. Look best, look, little quirky things. Yeah, yeah, he's good at that stuff. Um, and that's one of the things I remember when we watched The Fifth Element, Sam. I know you didn't much care for it, but. Those are the things that I liked in that movie are like the fun edits. Like when one guy says in the room, what do you mean it was stolen? And then we go to the other side of the world where uh, Gary Oldman says, or he says, what do you mean they're not there? And he goes, the case is empty. And he's like, well, what do you mean? The opposite of full. Like they're answering each other, but they're in two different scenes. You know what I'm saying? Like like that Mm -hmm. stuff is clever, and I want more of that in my Luke Besson and a lot less of, well, less than this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but this is trivia I'm going to go ahead and read it now because we're here but in October of 2015 John Carpenter won a plagiarism case against Luke Besson over lockout providing uh, proving clear similarities to escape from New York and escape from LA Um, a French court ruled that enough similar distinctive elements from both films were borrowed to merit a sanction so not only oh, did wow. this movie not perform well in the theaters, he got they got sued for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, good for him. Yeah. So, so there's that. There is that. So, yes. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> it's a bummer, but it is what it is. So anyway. Um, sure. Yeah, this movie. Oh, my my quip earlier saying about why does the ISS look like a, a toy when it, in the movie when they crash? I thought it was just a satellite because of how small it is. And for yeah. some reason, it seems like I guess in this future we've abandoned the ISS and decided to build these other massive structures. Yeah, you know, it just it, it feels. But of course, 
I know we needed to have a plot device that made the friend get killed. I understand that. But space is pretty big around our planet. Like, <laughs> I mean. One would, one would think they'd be nowhere near each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, they shouldn't. Exactly. They shouldn't be anywhere near each other. And I think also, to be fair, if they bumped into each other, I think the ISS is moving kind of fast. Yeah. Right? Like, I think it moves pretty fast. If it crashed into that building, it would disintegrate. I don't yeah. think it would bump. It would just know? knock off a reflector, right? Yeah, I maybe, think. Maybe a blinker. Yeah, a blinker, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not. I mean, I guess if they were going in the same direction and one is going, you know, 100,000 miles and the other one's going 100,001 miles per hour, then I guess the collision wouldn't be that bad because it's relative. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm way overthinking it. I know. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Uh, so anyway, uh, I um, yeah. The um, I, I did write mattress ex machina in the notes. I thought that was um, not the one that he pulls up in front of the door and the bat. The cops immediately shoot the mattress. But when he fell off the roof and landed on the mat, like there was like three mattresses <laughs> stacked up on the trash can. I thought that was mm-hmm. uh, pretty convenient. Um, okay, so I actually called Sam earlier today, and I was really annoyed by this movie. Um, there's the one thing that annoyed me more about this movie than anything else, and Andrew and Sam, travel with me if you want to. If you guys think I'm smoking crack, then whatever. But Yeah? Is it a crack pipe that's right in front of you in the, this camera? Uh, uh, is there? I just my water bottle. Just a my water bottle okay. with uh, Avengers stickers all over it, by the way. Nice. Um, Cause I actually want to curious if there's a, there's this movie annoyed me with this specific moment. I'd be curious to see if you guys both had moments in this movie that either annoyed you or, or whatever. Cause sometimes we, we do this on the show, but like the secret service in this movie are terrible. <laughs> yes, they are. And absolutely. And maybe it's because I've watched too much West Wing that, you know, I assume that that's how actual Secret Service guys are. So, I mean, yeah, it's a trope. It's a trope that, you know, the guy isn't supposed to have a gun, so he takes a gun anyway. Like, they do this, but, in, they do this in Con Air. But, yeah, but I just don't think that would happen. You're right. I, um, it would not happen. It would... What would not here's the, here's what wouldn't happen. First of all, the Secret Service agents, their job is to, to protect the the daughter. So there's no reason for the agent to be in the room with the convict. That's what the paid armed guards are for. Because that's what I was wondering. Yeah, that's their yeah. job to do that. The the agent should be in the room with her protecting her. And yep. I know we have to have the right. I know we have to get to a point where the the doors are released and and I understand that. But I I just it feels like super lazy writing when you're going to make a secret service agent be a bumbling idiot basically and it's his mm-hmm. fault. And that really annoyed me in this movie like a lot. Well, it, to hear our president say it though. Um sorry, sorry. The president say it. Um, they're they're cool guys. <laughs> yeah. They're really cool. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that that yeah, ripped from the headlines. Yeah. Um, excuse me, but I um, I have a buddy of mine who I've mentioned on the podcast many times, who was a cop, was attached to a Secret Service detail when President uh, Bush forty one, so W uh, H, was in California and he was on the Secret Service detail. And he told me he's like those guys are by the book. All the series, like it's it's regulation. At, like they have backup plans on backup plans. It just, mm-hmm. I, I'm just annoyed that in this case the the agents are 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 basically treated poorly. Is my is my kind or of or portrayed view. poorly? Yeah, they're just they're portrayed as hotheads with, that make bad decisions. And yeah. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that either. I mean, but then again, in this world, in this universe, the I found out, Sam, I talked to you earlier. I went back and looked. Peter Stormare, who's great, by the way, in everything he's in, he should be in more things. <laughs> um, I know he's kind of a, a weird character actor, but he uh, <sighs> he was the head of the Secret Service. Yeah. I can't imagine ever... The head of the Secret Service is the guy that delivers the news to the president that he's been removed <laughs> from power because based on the Twenty Fifth Amendment. I just <laughs> what you, you've never heard that? I can't I mean, imagine. Wow, that's so. I mean, it's never happened, right? We've not ever had to have, right? We've never had to have. <laughs> um, Give it time. Uh, well, we haven't <laughs> yet had had a need for that, which is. You know, whatever. But no, like, well, in West Wing, when the president's daughter was kidnapped, right, right, they but had he, to do it, sure, because that's about as close to uh, to reality and the truth as as we can get. You know, back when the when the president would care about the people. Um, yeah, but, can I say something about Peter Stormare? Yeah, please. Yeah, I I know that he is of Swedish descent. And I think when he plays a character, and I know this doesn't really sound the best right now, but when you're playing an American citizen who is the head of the CIA or Secret Service, rather, yeah, your accent can't come through <laughs> in your acting. Yeah, and there were times that I thought, okay, is he trying to have a southern accent? And then there were times that. We were all in in Sweden, and then other times it was okay. But uh, it was almost like that's how I would have thought that uh, Kevin Costner's Robin Hood would have been. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's funny you say that because I honestly, I heard his accent so much I didn't even think he was trying to hide it. No, you know, you like, know what? I, oh, don't no, think. Was I was. I'm the same way. Like I, I, like I knew he wasn't playing like the Russian cosmonaut from Armageddon. Like he's not doing that affectation. But I kept thinking when we first hear him on screen, I'm like, oh, that's Peter Stormare. Why is there a Russian guy investi- uh, in <laughs> interrogating, interrogating an American CIA? Oh, he must have been captured by the Russians. Oh no, he's he works for this. He's worked for the Secret Service. No. You can't cast that guy to be the head of Secret Service. There's no way. I mean, I told Sam this earlier today. I honestly think the only reason why they cast him in the role is to make you think he's the bad guy. Because they have to have this Maybe dumb so. they have to have this dumb subplot about there being a mole on the inside. I don't understand any of that. None of this tertiary 
and secondary plot makes any sense. The secondary plot being that he's being framed for the murder of the CIA op. Uh, it was uh, it was innocuous. Mm. I know they need to blackmail him. You have to give him a reason to get on the on the station, and you want to frame him for something. But to have the dirty cop be, be like I, that all seemed really kind of hand wavy. And then the third, the tertiary kind of subplot is that that the the space force is using the um, the prisoners as guinea pigs to test long, you know, deep space travel ideas. Nine. And Nine. yeah. You know, I didn't even care why he was in <laughs> trouble or what he had done. The briefcase thing could not have cared less. Yeah. Absolutely. That whole story, I mean, we could do without it. He's a he's a convict. Let's say that. Yeah. Just start from there and go. We well, don't need him to be blackmailed for the story to work. Well, they did. They again, they blackmail Snake Plissken, right? They uh, that's what it is. It's a blackmail. I mean, if you think of Escape from L.A., they literally, you know, pull him out of prison or wherever he is, and then they inject him with something that you're going to die in 24 hours unless you come back and get the antidote. Which, of course, the well, there's a, I'm not going to spoil it. Just in case you haven't seen a movie from 30 years ago, but anyway, the point is, is that I have not. They, um, that's worth, that's definitely worth doing for the podcast. The, th- the, the, cause I watched that one first. I saw that one before I did escape from New York. And I know that most people say escape from New York is a better movie. It's not, um, <laughs> escape from LA is a, is a dumber movie, but it has more production value and feels more ridiculous and carpentry. You know, like if, if, the first one is like Halloween in that it's dark and creepy and kind of whatever. The second one is like the Evil Dead, where it's kind of ridiculous and over. You know what I'm saying? Like, or more, more like over the top. Like more like Army of yeah. Darkness than Evil Dead. Like it's Army of Darkness. Like it's. I'm not campy? saying it's a better. Yes, it's super campy. I mean, he literally surfs a tsunami in that movie, and Bruce Campbell's in it, which is cool too. So we should definitely be doing that movie instead of Lockout. All I'm saying. <laughs> um, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, how can the bad guy hear his comms? That was weird. All of a sudden, he could just hear his comms through the speakers of the wall or whatever. I, I wasn't. I was confused by that. Yeah, that Maybe it explained it very well. Going like, like at first I thought, did he turn his radio on speaker? Like, did he like with your phone? Like, you actually turned your on speaker as opposed to the headset? Uh, but then he goes and he finds the communications guy and, you know, he, he blocks the communication. But it's synced to Bluetooth. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of hate it when, when you turn on, you're, you're watching a, a video and also it syncs up to your TV and your wife finds out what you're watching. <laughs> That's um, why you don't watch porn today, Sean. I know. I usually don't. <laughs> Depends on how rough things get at work. Um Oh my goodness! Escape from LA is streaming on Prime. There we go. So <laughs> put it on the list. Added to the list. Uh, Added to the list. We'll we'll um. There you go. We'll 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 have done the Escape franchise. Nice. There we go. Uh, what else was I going to say? Um. Why did the? Oh, I already said that. Uh, seems like a dumb way to kill his body. 
She got off the pod to help her friends who died anyway. Like, that seemed all like a big waste. And... Oh, and then I did write, ha, ha, wow, the VP and Congress gave the devil the 25th Amendment powers. I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the way that the Constitution works is that then it goes to the, the vice president. Like, the vice president should come fly up to the space station and make the call. Right? It shouldn't yeah. be the head of Secret Service. If you want to introduce another character, fine. I don't care. Just have if the VP just shows up and says whatever you say there, guy. Then then whatever. I just I don't know. I guess maybe because we're in this weird climate, like people are more kind of you know, paying attention to the Constitution and rules and and violations well, some of, of us are. things. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um. Yes. You guys ready for some clips? Yes, let's have some clips to it. Let's see if I can't convince you, Andrew, that there is some good in this giant pile of garbage that is this movie, this bad CGI garbage. <laughs> Here we go. Um, he was Asian. Okay. Who was the mystery man on the phone? Uh, his name was you. Really? Yeah, he was Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, Andrew. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Out of context, that's... that's yeah, of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ready? Here's, here's, 11, here's 11 more seconds. I don't like hurting you, Snow. Is that why you're having him do it? I can have Rupert blooding you all night. I, I'm being beaten up by a guy called Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, Andrew, to your point, his accent, Storm Air's accent's terrible. I mean, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's all totally. over the map. I mean, just listening to him talk, it's like, I honestly just, I just assume that that's what he normally sounds like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't assume that when he's Russian cosmonaut guy or when he's bad guy from Bad Boys 2, I feel like that's, that's the accent, the Russian accent he's affecting. I just feel like this is how he talks. I don't like hurting you, Snow. Hurting you, snow. like hurting you, like snow. like Americans don't talk like that. None of us talk like that, at least not intentionally. I don't like hurting you, snow. <laughs> okay, um, I already mentioned he, a, he had a bad uh, voice actor or voice uh, coach voice for that. Coach, is yeah. what happened. Uh, when I say there was some bad writing, I it really annoys me when people use the same word in a sentence twice. When when you can help it, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're saying you're going to take two things to the place. I mean, when you have those kind of words, I mean, okay, fine. But this annoyed me in the movie. It's just hope that when you sign off on this place, we can all get back to making the world a better place. Really? You couldn't find a station. Say station. Say prison. There's a yeah. dozen words you could have said instead of place. And then make the world a better place. Fine. Sign up on this station so that we can make the world a better place. It's just bad writing. Either that or the actor couldn't get the line right and they just used that take. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can, we, can we get a take where he doesn't say the word place twice? I just there's, there's a script supervisor who's supposed to say those things, you know? Like there's that job. I mean, I guess at $20 million, maybe there wasn't, they couldn't afford that. Um, you they, know, they were saving it for the uh, FX budget. Ah, you're right. That's what it was. Uh, if there's going to be one of these in a movie, I am going to capture it. 
Gotta, gotta do oh, it. the Wilhelm scream. Gotta capture it. There you go. I wonder how many of those I have. Yeah, wasn't that in the first like, 30 seconds of the movie? It was a lot. There was there was a lot of them. Will. No, you gotta be telling you you telling me I don't have any other ones? Um oh I gotta do click this and then click this. Well, this is great radio, I know. Will <laughs> Helm. How do you spell Wilhelm? Search. I spelled Wilhelm so poorly that that iTunes can't figure out what I'm trying to say. No, I don't Especially have it. The w. Wow. Well, maybe I spelled it W I L. Will Helm. Uh, yeah, here it is. I have it. Uh, also one here. There you go. If you could hear it there, kind of loud, but yeah, that was from Lethal Weapon Four. That. So anyway, um, this also made me laugh. I'd rather castrate myself with blunt rocks. Why don't you get Rupert to do it? Hey. There you go. <laughs> Come on, Andrew. Rupert. I, Poor I Rupert. Who Rupert was by that point? Oh, how can you forget a guy like Rupert? I, wanna, I don't know. I just I don't know. I kind of want to. I wasn't know. in a good mood when I watched this. <laughs> I guess not. That's fine. It's been a weird. Personally, we've had a lot of weird things happening. I'm gonna see who mm-hmm. this uh, Rupert guy is. Michael Sopko is his real name. He is known for Lockout. Good for him. And something mm-hmm. called he, 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 known for. he he also did another movie called uh, Cat Run. Um, and that's it. Boy, he's in good shape though. The pictures of him on IMDb, he's a he is a uh, in shape dude. No, good for him. Um. Uh, this this is uh, seventeen seconds of nothing but funny. What did he say? Uh, well, I didn't get to meet him personally. He kind of delegated your rescue. He had a big conference on the corn surplus. You kidding me? No, no, apparently we should all be eating more corn. About my father. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I made that other bit up. Did he have a message for me? Yes, you are adopted. That <laughs> 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 uh, cracked me up. I also laughed. I'm not going to lie. I also laughed when uh, I didn't. There's no audio really much to capture, but when she falls on him and lands in his crotch, and he's like, he looks down and goes, You don't need to do that. You can just say thank you. I I did laugh. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty funny. Um, Oh, whenever I get a good one of these in a movie, I'm going to record it. Shit. (laughs) <laughs> I uh, wondered if you would catch that. Oh, I like that one, man. That's shit. <laughs> uh, it just <laughs> cracks me up. Oh man. I mean, the fact that he he's holding it and it says like voice activated. So I mean, I guess if he didn't say anything ever, he would be fine. But instead, his, his last words on this earth were shit. <laughs> oh, I so know. I got, several years ago, when I, I was driving through Greensboro. Uh, and had a student with me going to Allstate van. I had an accident, totaled my vehicle, and uh, you know we got out of the vehicle, checked to make sure everybody was safe and unharmed. And later on, we were talking. And that kid said, oh, "This must have been like when he was graduating." We were kind of reminiscing, and uh, I said, "Yeah, I don't really remember what happened all that well." And he said, "All I remember." is you just grabbed the wheel and said, shit. 
Um, yeah, I, I have more uh, of that word uh, in, in my clip uh, vault. That is one big pile of shit. There we we ain't found shit! If you don't know Jurassic Park, you don't know shit. <laughs> Under there is a maze of shit. This is some trippy-ass shit, Holmes. <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> uh, I got a couple of these twice for some reason. Um, Ain't shit, body perm. <laughs> uh, and this is the last one. I will find you. And when I find you, I dip your head in a bucket of shit. There you go. I actually have more, wow. but I'm not going to play all the rest of them. Um, I'm sorry if you have kids that listen to this podcast, but that was fun for me. Um, this also made me chuckle. Jesus, I thought you were a Democrat. There you go. <laughs> and lastly, more Peter Stormare talking. Under Section 4 of the 25th Amendment, I am temporarily relieving you of all your duties as the President of the United States due to the fact that you're incapable of placing national security above personal concerns. You can't do that. You need vice presidential and congressional approval. Already said. Thank you, sir. <laughs> now, <laughs> and the, and without the context of the movie, when he says, you son of a bitch, and he says, thank you, sir, it makes it sound like he's saying it back to the president. He's actually just saying it to the guy who's holding the document that just removed this man from president, to, from being president. Yeah. But it's just funny the way it kind of comes across as just, uh, you know, uh, you know, you son of a, son of a bitch. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I just like that. <laughs> oh, I should have kept out just the thank you, sir, just to have that for forever. So whenever, whenever Sam pays me a compliment, I'll just play that. Which means, there you go. which means I'll never play it. Okay. Oh. Speaking of John Carpenter, and now for some more bad news. Ready? See what I did there. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I've already said there's not a whole lot of trivia on this movie. Um, I guess when you have a small budget bad movie, no one wants to write trivia about it because most of the trivia was about the plagiarism stuff. Um, the phrase ignum f- uh, ferum ferum. This is not one that Sam snuck in here, by the way. Uh, which Snow oh. says <laughs> after <laughs> which Snow says uh, after branding Harry as a traitor at the very end of the movie is Latin and means I shall bear fire. Um, yeah, uh, and Snow reveals his first name to be to Grace at the end of the movie. Marion, my dad was a John Wayne fan. John Wayne's real name was Marion Robert Morrison. His middle name was soon changed from Robert to Michael when his parents decided to name their next son Robert, which was changed to John Wayne when he became an actor. So, poor guy didn't know who to, what, how to sign his name. That's a ton of trivia there for not the movie. Yeah, yeah, just for, <laughs> just for a one throwaway line at the end of the movie, so she can make fun of his mate, make fun of his name. Yeah. Uh, okay. Excuse me while I whip this out. So instead of talking about other bad things, we're going to talk about good things, such as movies that have space stations in them. And I would bet that all of us picked movies that we would all consider to be good. 
And I'm looking forward to thinking about those good movies, or at least the cool space station in those movies. Andrew. Okay. I have uh, coming at number three, Ender's Game. Okay. Uh, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, a little movie called Rogue One. Yeah. Oh, nice. Star okay. Wars story. It's funny. I'm going to pause you just for a second. Um, Hang in there. But so my brother-in-law was in town this weekend, and we were we started talking about Star Wars, and I showed him the how it should have ended. Uh, you know, the series. Well, they have a dubs version where they take scenes from the movie and dub their mouths over <laughs> it, and it's really funny. And we did for the and they did it for. The last uh, or the uh, rise of Skywalker, and we watch, it's like a twenty minute video, and we watched that. And was, we were just cracking up, right? And so he says, "What's your favorite Star Wars movie?" And I said, "I have two answers." I said, "If you said what's your favorite Star Wars movie, I will always say The Empire Strikes Back. But if you say right now, let's watch a Star Wars movie, what are you picking?" And I said, "Rogue One." And he's like, "I'm totally with you." So anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, but I kind of agree. I agree. Hit, hit us with your number one there, Andrew. Sorry. Yeah, number, number one, one, Andrew. Okay, I'm going to take it back a little ways with my number one to uh, Contact. Oh, okay. There, is there a space station in Contact? Yeah. Where? Isn't there a space station? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, mean, I know they they created the the like special launch thing and then launched it into the middle of the it dropped, magnetic circle and then yeah. they, and then she left and then came back. I don't. Honestly, it was just on my on my list when I searched of movies with space. I, I, it's funny because when I did the the initial you know kind of cursory search too, that movie came up and I thought that's not a space station. And then Event Horizon came up and I'm like, that's also not a space station. So a space station, yeah. Yeah, I was confused. Oh, yeah. um, then I will. Um, I'm going to just switch that out then. Okay. For uh, for Star Trek, um, the the newer one, not the third one, 